Hello, my name is Julian Ferzing. Welcome back to another episode of BI Talks. BI Talks is like a series of podcasts dedicated to the real estate market with the different actors, architects, engineers, real estate professionals. Uh, we look for this first series at the current um, trend of the, of the market. And today we have uh, Tomasz Wenglasz, uh, the shareholders and uh, director of sales at Bureau Namiare. Bureau Namiare is a company uh, acting on the territory of uh, Poland, helping companies find the best office. Today we will explore mostly um, about the office market in Poland, uh, what is like currently trending, what are the new um, market opportunities post-COVID era uh, following the, the pandemic. And we will also look what the impact of technology uh, in this uh, market. Tomasz, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me today. And um, I am very grateful to sit on your beautiful couch <laughs> after four years uh, when we first met, right? Exactly. exactly. And uh, we leased you this office together. It was like pretty bumpy road for two of us. I remember uh, our tough negotiations with the landlord, but we managed and now we are here. And here we are. Great. Tomasz, um, firstly, Bjorn Amjare, if you could um, introduce like even the concept, because if, if my Polish is good, it's a tailor-made office. Yes, yes exactly. Um, maybe if you want to just share a bit uh, also what's your role and what's the, the company uh, uh, right now? Oh, um, first of all, it's really great that you prepared yourself that Bureau Namara, it really means tailored made offices, um, office. Um, we find it very clear for us that if you need a proper office, um, you should pick one which suits you the best as a uh, great suit, mm. for, for instance. Um, Bureau Namara, was created, developed, set, set up by uh, two of uh, my closest uh, friends uh, and even family um, more than five years ago, almost six. Six will be in December this year. Um, by my brother, uh, Jerzy Wenglasz, and uh, my close friend, Michael Nissingold. Uh, they've met together. Um, they uh, did a small brainstorming and they uh, put it in life. After a few months, we had, um, I was invent like invited um, for this project and we, uh, we found a middle ground and we started. Um, at March 2016, yes, March 2016, I joined uh, Bureau Namiar and it all started. We started from scratch. So mm. we had nothing, um, zero b commercial buildings, zero people, zero clients, only a great idea and um, um, mind full of uh, ideas and potential, which was uh, uh, only in three of us uh, when it all started. Um, after first year, we were pretty well known around Warsaw. After three years, we set up another company um, under the Bureau Namara flag, uh, which was which is still dealing uh, in um, um, in sector of leasing offices for um, every size of the company around Warsaw. So I mean other major regional cities. 
and uh, we are doing pretty well on this moment because we are um, available. You can find us um, like uh, living people uh, in those cities, for instance, three cities, Wrocław, Kraków, Rzeszów, Lublin. Uh, you can meet our brokers there and you will get the same service as you can get here in Warsaw. You have probably seen a lot of office during those uh, five years, yes, together. Um, any office which mark you personally? What, what's the most beautiful place that you have been, uh, the most beautiful office to you personally? This is really tough one because uh, after all of those years um, I saw plenty of offices and I, I would like put it into categories. Um, first of all, I love um, skyline view. Mm -hmm. So every office above 20, 30 floor makes me like very sensitive and I got good skin as well. So skyline view and uh, city view and even if you see other things as in forest, mountains or sea view um, closer to um, in tree city, uh, it's really cool. So each office, top floors, um, the last month I visited uh, the fifth floor in Rondo and Z. Rondo one, beautiful view, um, full panoramic, um, PKIN, Pałac Kultury i Nauki, uh, Złota 44, uh, Interconti. You see like people, cars are like small ants, but um, it really drives me to be in more and more office buildings on higher levels. Then, the second category, I would say, of the beautiful offices, um, uh, those are um, plant-friendly offices, mm -hmm. such as your office, because um, I prefer um, offices where, where I come to feel like at my own home. I am a plant lover, I am a, a biophilic guy, type of guy, so um, I completely admire office where I see plants and variety of them. So more exotical, mm -hmm. more beautiful for me. This is my approach. And the third category is um, office built by people. But built by people, I mean a more um, the atmosphere inside the office because the managers, the directors, the, the people around there, they are bringing the energy to the office, their ideas, their potential, their um, sophistication or, or even sometimes bad mood. It all uh, gives a rainbow of, of I don't know, of a, of a success, I, I suppose, because mm -hmm. at, the at the end of the rainbow there is always a, so, uh, some kind of stash of treasure. Uh, so um, it same goes to the office. The treasure is in the potential of people and they are building offices. So they, the offices should be made for workers to um, extend their potentials. And I am uh, more a fan of you know, building up a team, mm -hmm. having a great people around me rather than super, super, super fancy office. Okay, so 
a potential perfect place for you would be to build a jungle on top of Burj Khalifa Whoa. <laughs> with your team, yes? 35th floor at Rondo 1 with <laughs> like plants in every corner would be perfect. But if I should pick one, I would pick your office. And I am telling you why. Because um, maybe you are not top floor office because we are at first floor. Um, but in a pretty great location, though, um, three minutes walking distance to Metro uh, Świętokrzyska, so we can say it's street city center, heart of the city. Uh, we have plants in every corner, <laughs> so uh, two of and you have great team because we are cooperating, collaborating together uh, with uh, Dominica. Dominica is a great person. Camila, you, your entire team, Martina. Like, you are building this office with a potential of people, with plants, with location, sophistication, design. Like, when I compare this office at the beginning, when we came here, mm -hmm. it was almost ready to move in. Like, or it was ready to move in, in my opinion. But in your very sophisticated opinion, it wasn't. Because it didn't have this Swiss touch of, of uh, prestige and of the uh, you know design approach in the process like also that um, when making those uh, office yes then during those five years of uh, of development there is also new tech which arrived on the market and i wonder if you have already uh, worked with beam technology which is like for example something that we use as uh, swiss are building agents have you already used uh, BIM in the space planning? And what, what would be the impact if you have seen the, some project like that? Oh, yes. Um, when, I, uh, when we've met two years ago, uh, before pandemic, uh, like coronavirus, you showed me BAM, BIMX, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, when you, was, you were um, designing your office with those small touches. Uh, with your with the furniture, etc. And when I first saw space plan, and then you like 2D space plan, and then you showed me 3D model just with one click, it transformed in one click. I was like shocked, and this was the the time, the um, the situation which shows me yes, this is the approach that Bureau Namiare needs to have as well. We need to be high-tech company in real estate sector and provide our customers with high-tech solutions. Mm -hmm. So answering your question, um, yes, I am dealing with BIM uh, almost every week or, or almost every few days because we collaborate and you are showing us the solutions that are perfectly suited, matched, to the needs of our clients. Mm. And I don't need to tell you how big added value this is. And we, as Bureau Namiare, want to have it as our standard for every client above some level because you will not do magic around 30 or 50 square meters because it's only one room. But you can plan it very uh, wisely uh, with the furniture, of course. It's more um, a job of um, uh, furniture companies, for instance. But if you have uh, 1,000 
mm. uh, even 700 square meters where uh, the um, departments of each company should collaborate you need to like even you know do the IT cabling uh, to see how the building looks like um, from the skeletal skeleton point of view like how wh what is the fundament mm. of the building and this should be also a standard on this moment for every single new investment coming on the real like commercial real estate market not even commercial if you are developing um, a residential building with 300 apartments you like there is no go to you know put everything on the paper and not having it in a digital way you are a, a company which is like like your name is saying, yes, a tailor-made. I'm wondering what do you think about algorithmic design? Because once you came to me and said, Julian, look, this algorithm is making space planning alone. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then we just explore that. Um, but I'm curious, like, between tailor-made and automation and algorithmic design, what's, what's your take? What's the sweet spot between those two? First of all, um automatizing automatization of space plans should happen right now because currently on the market there are like some trial versions there are some international tools that you can use but they are not uh, completely compatible with polish regulations this is the weak spot of automatization because uh, filling up um, like making those all algorithms for um, one building will probably will not go or work in another building. So automatizing this entire group of uh, projects will be very hard. Or maybe it's already on the market and I don't know about it. So like minus for me, let's mm. say. Um, but if somebody would give me this kind of tool, I, will, I would use it every day. Because we see that um, the only weak spot, spot between automatization and, let's say, workforce, people workforce, uh, in preparing space plan, is time. Mm. This is the main weak spot. We are overloaded with work. Architects are overloaded. They are um, they have too many projects and they are making mistakes. But on the other hand, if you have so many Polish regulations for uh, first floor and third floor, there should be different regulations, and um, you should like maybe just by putting basic information, you would be um, you would be sure that it will be prepared due to the client's needs. But what if not? What if the machine will also fail and prepare something completely uh, out of somebody's mind that why this department is at the end of the um, floor plan as it should be at just nearby yeah. the entrance, right? Mm. So too many details to put as an information for the machine to like to not make a mistake while 
you know, processing the idea. You mentioned also that the architects, the different like stakeholders of the project are fully loaded uh, right now of, uh, of project, yes. So um, is it because of the pandemic? What, what, what was the impact of the uh, COVID-19 on the, on the market in Poland? More square meters on the market, more work for architects, for sure, mm -hmm. right? This is the first thing. Second of all, uh, after coronavirus, um, it all changed in a way that tenants started to rethink their offices. Uh, it means, um, at, at one hand, the size of their offices and the, um, let's say, useful aspect. Mm -hmm. So what we can squeeze from the size and, uh, and the, um, even accessibility of, for our, uh, for our uh, employees, um, how we can um, connect or separate open spaces, how we can um, make the um, conference room as video conference room, how we can split conference rooms by half and make it too smaller because we are more digitalized right mm. now. Uh, we do more video conferences rather than uh, traditional meetings, how we can um, rethink our kitchens, uh, how we um, move, uh, move people around offices even. But now there are even apps that are showing you the road of of the employee if you if he wants to use the conference room and in what in what direction he needs to go when he ends up his meeting so imagine you are ending a pretty important video conference with the president of the board and while um, like exiting uh, the conference room you get you got an alert um, now turn left not right <laughs> you are in you are going in the bad direction that, so, that sounds like we are robots, uh, because it doesn't seem positive to me like to, to have something like that. We'll uh, see after three years uh, how the vaccination will work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, of course, I'm, I'm just joking. Um, yes, it all uh, comes to the, to the point that we are using more and more technology in our, um, on our daily basis, um, because that's a fact. But if I would like, of course, while having 3,000 square meters with mm. uh, seven open spaces, uh, 25 uh, smaller, uh, smaller uh, cabinets uh, yeah. or um, 10 conference rooms, it, will, it may be useful for, mm -hmm. for people to have a map yeah. or how to you know, travel <laughs> mm -hmm. um, inside your office. You can use as well like food delivery, to the office because while the restaurants were, were closed, people had only one solution, mm. food delivery to the office. Mm -hmm. And when I spoke with some of the fit out companies, they even had a, uh, have an idea to make from the office space a restaurant to meet, to have a place to meet with your clients. Mm -hmm. So they, they were like reorganizing space. Um, destroying walls, opening kitchens, putting a few more tables and um, organizing a restaurant space for um, internal meetings with clients. Mm.
during the pandemic mm -hmm. didn't work at all mm -hmm. fear that was like was it was one case mm -hmm. i heard didn't work okay how about the healthy as aspect also of our office and also the energetical aspects uh, with all the different labels which exist on the on the markets lead bream well what what was the impact on the market uh, during the pandemic mm -hmm. like is it a big reset uh, because it it sounds like when i hear you that we just took a white paper and started to replan rethink our offices when you said it out loud yeah i think it was a res reset landlords did a great amazing job during the uh, the pandemic time mm, they invested hundreds thousands of plns or probably even millions for new investments is for sure millions because like of course hygienic gels which mm -hmm. i hate but of course i'm using them those uh, virus proof um the sh shields shields yep. yeah, yeah. Um, glass or plastic um ultraviolet lamps killing viruses inside the ventilation systems um yeah um touch free um elevator opening thermal control antivirus filters for ventilation systems it costs like enormous money and they inv they needed to invest it from the from their uh, yearly budgets which were like even covered for let's say snow plumbing mm. or for um, i don't know the the facade cleaning they needed to invest lots and lots mm. of money um, thank god that the public regulations uh, the civil regulations only um, were focusing mo mostly on the shopping mall tenants no office tenants because landlords provided everything for the employees of the companies to use the office spaces safely mm -hmm. and that's a fact companies spent also like bags of dollars for for the safety of their workers to um, invite them to re-invite them mm -hmm. after reset to the offices and we are still in process yeah. of the invitation mm. responsive mm -hmm. mm -hmm. dear employee and he's not replying from let's say beginning of this year landlords great job for last one and a half year uh, big congrats uh, invested millions i think it will mm -hmm. be um, consumed by by the tenants uh, in next months because few of my colleagues from your real estate sector tells that the big wave of employees coming back to the office will be uh, around September and October this year that we will see a big amount of people coming back to the offices you mentioned that people are coming back to the office what is the future of the office uh, because a lot of company tries this uh, remote work, not only home office, but this remote work. What is the office in five years time? How will look like our offices? Um, more offices. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> Good news. More offices will come for sure. Um, hybrid type of work will be, it's not an, it's not an, um, a big news 
because when I speak with my other clients or with other companies, they were using this kind of solution for last 10 years. So you don't need to spend entire eight um, hours or 10 hours or how many hours you like in the office. Um, you can also use your own home space. But if you have like convenient space mm -hmm. to work from your apartment, for instance, or from your house, that is the main question. Because hybrid type of work works for everybody. It, it just all comes comes to the point if I am more an office type of guy or if I am more a house type of guy. And to be honest, I am not afraid of the future of the offices at all because the office is a sanctuary of information. Mm. It's a sanctuary where, you, where the people um, talk, flirt, socialize, um, eat together. They are like children in the kindergarten, mm. but a grow, grow up mm -hmm. for, for sure. But they are still developing their soft skills while only spending time in home and staying digitalized, staying in the internet for an entire day, they lose they, their personality. Mm. Oh. And if you want to explore your potential, you need to be an, like a social animal. Hmm. And coming to the office, spending time with your colleagues, exchanging thoughts, ideas, political, religious, everything, gives you um, gives a lot of knowledge. Mm. And experience. So answering, not afraid at all about the future of the offices. They are very healthy because lots of the tenants, of course, they cut some spaces by some square meters uh, in the, um, those hardcore situations. They even quit the offices. And I mean from 1500 square meters to zero to moving everybody to home office. Mm, up to the uh, to, to reduction around 50, uh, 30 percent of uh, of square meters. Mm -hmm. So, and it will be filled by any other company that is growing because uh, those, for instance, international companies that are coming to Poland, they are setting up and they need office space. Uh, public institutions, they are moving from older buildings to our newer, newer buildings, so they are also absorbing. Smaller SMEs, for instance, they are staying for in tenement houses or in old houses. And I see a trend, because I, uh, I spoke a lot recently with uh, my other colleagues from residential sector, that they see that uh, the, the landlords, they are kicking out companies and they are um, coming back to the residential uh, residential lease, hmm. so that is a also a small step of change, a wave of tenants that can also come to the market, True. and they will absorb commercial yeah. office space, because hmm. you you can be a freelancer, a single free, freelancer who needs a sophisticated, prestigious office space for one person, and you will find it mm -hmm. in an in an office skyscraper, for instance. And you can be a uh, 300 um, employee strong international branch and you will also find mm -hmm. an mm -hmm. office space in 
in every city in Poland. So huge diversity, yes, yes. Uh, right now, which was maybe not the case in the past, and this kind of model allowed to have like an office for everybody, because usually office were more for an established company, a single person, as you mentioned, didn't have an office. But yeah. right now, with all this co-working and so on, it's yes, to be Yes, 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 glad you mentioned it, because for the last 20 years, mar commercial market changed dramatically. We changed the currency because before we had dollars, we were leasing office spaces in dollars. Then we transformed to euros because most of the um, credit, like uh, the um, fundings uh, comes from banks and the fundings come, came in euro. Um, and uh, the rents are also mostly in euro, but there are so, some still some um, private owners that still lease in PLNs. Mm. So yes, um, every type of the company can now um, rent a proper office space in commercial sector. And by commercial sector, I mean class A buildings, B, C, whatever you classify it, them in old uh, tenement office buildings, but they are mostly uh, renovated in a big mixed-use complex as well. You can rent, you can buy commercial space and you can work um, due to the BHP regulations or um, uh, safety regulations. There is also a lot of international companies which are coming to the Polish market. What, what is attracting them? Two things. People, workforce. We are still cheaper than the same specialist in other country, for sure. And, but on the other hand, we are very, very well qualified. We have like hell of a specialist in every sector. There are like, per, I would say 10% in each sector, those are talents. We love talents. And the 50, 60% are good specialists and they are worth of the of the money that you are paying them and the rest are still um, aware and you can pick them as an your employee and they will do a proper job so workforce in poland is well qualified and the second of all rents mm -hmm. we have maybe okay 30 euros there are rents right now in the top skyscrapers in, in Warsaw. 25, yes, of course, regular, but high still. For most of the Polish company, it's high. Yeah. Um, but sometimes even if you have a small square meter size of the office, for instance, 300, you can afford 25 euros because it's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's your business card. Mm. Office sometimes, as for you, uh, as for your company, it, uh, it um, has also the, uh, the advantage of being a business card because 50% of those offices around there don't have this, this opportunity because companies don't have such an funds to pay uh, 25 euros for, for the square meter of their office space. Mm -hmm. So they prefer to stay low, low profile, but still in a high quality. Um, landlords are, are giving incentives, fit-out contributions, rent-free periods. They are investing millions 
hundreds of thousands to, um, to attract tenants to lease office space in their buildings. And that's, it's, this is a solution for all of the SMEs around Poland. We are collaborating together with one of our clients uh, from the uh, from the financial uh, investment sector, they are leasing serviced office right now for around twenty thousand uh, per month, and we found them one two hundred square meters for fifteen people large company for the same amount, hmm. but they can fill much more working stations in the conventional office space. Mm. And now they needed to make a, let's say, level up because they need a business card. And if you need a business card, you are not choosing service officer or co-working space because you are a part of society. That can work at the very beginning if you are setting up. But if you need the individuality and if you need to have a new satellite in Poland here, you are using the conventional office space. So that's why international companies have, the, have their eyes on Poland, because we are still, um, um, we have lower rents than, for instance, in other uh, cities in Europe, UK, for instance, okay. um, Germany, mm. uh, France, or, or, hmm. or Italy. And, and currently in, in Warsaw, if, if uh, uh, my research are correct, there is almost like 800,000 square meter uh, of office under construction. What is the type of office that is currently on, on construction? So we need to be aware that um, I categorize offices uh, on two groups, in two groups. Mm -hmm. First group is conventional office space and we have a plenty of it around Warsaw. And we have the second category, those are um, all-inclusive offices, we call it, Bureau all-inclusive, because uh, in, and in this uh, I mean uh, serviced office, co-working space, flexible space, uh, however you will call it, uh, you get one invoice and you have everything included in the, in the rent price, but um, I categorize those kind of offices. So from the smaller, smaller aspect, so service office or uh, all-inclusive offices, there are a let's say 20% part of the entire building and they need an operator and now operator can like he has few few um, few scenarios that can fill um, he can rent he can manage and he can and he can find a franchiser mm -hmm. so the this this sector is also evolving because um, the operators see that it's not the perfect red thing, uh, like it's not a perfect financial solution as they thought three or four years ago before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But the service office operators were a big winner because they're, they're giving you a flexible solution. You can uh, grow, you can, uh, you can shrink, you can um, end up your lease in, a, in six months, not in three years and two million penalty uh, in conventional mm -hmm. office space or even higher. Mm -hmm. um, and they were, pre they did a great job 
I yeah. think from the commercial commercialized point of view. Yeah. They fill up some space, they lost some of the clients, but mostly they were they were okay. What goes for the for the landlords, office landlords, they um, the tenants didn't have this um, a big field of movement because they have closed contracts. If you signed for five years lease, you stay five years. If you will cancel the contract, you will get a penalty that will kill your ass, kill your ass for sure. Um, on the other hand, mostly yes, under construction there are um, there are high-end offices mostly right now. But what we can see as well, there are uh, some mixed-use uh, projects which are very um, which are very um, sexy right now, uh, very hot. Uh, for instance, um, Kavatina and Katowice. Um, Echo Investment, they have, they have plenty of mixed uses right now going on. They are applying to Varova, uh, Moje Miejsca in Mogotów. So um, this kind of mixed use will be sexy for, for next years, for a few next years. And uh, high-end skyscrapers everywhere where you can find ground and the prices of ground not mm. only commercial commercial grounds, but even um, those recreational mm -hmm. closer to Mazury, Bory Tucholskie, or or everywhere else where there is a small lake or or um, or or water, mm -hmm. um, the prices are enormous. They they rise hundreds of percent mm. right now. So if you have a ground. You build everything which brings profits, okay. and now everything uh, brings profits. I would like to ask you also a bit more the tech side of your work. What's uh, hot in tech right now for you in your market? 3D space planning. Mm -hmm. First time you show me that, I am, I am horny as hell on this on this topic. I would say, um, it. it the faces of clients when they see uh, when the uh, the transformation of uh, 2D space plan to 3D uh, deal done. Mm. I, I I just I see the the faces and we now they can imagine how their office can look like. Yeah. Because if you are dealing with shell and core office on 30 30 floor or even on a second floor and there is only concrete concrete glass some kind of cable link mm -hmm. where do you see those glass walls or, or carpets mm. or um, great audiovisuals systems that will be in next six months you, do, you just you are yeah. buying a concrete or no you are buying opportunity of having this kind of offices and now you need to trust landlord broker architect fit out company furniture company that they will provide you with the great mm. service. And the, what helps us in to, you know, to, uh, to make uh, this chain uh, locked um, is, uh, is the tech mostly, because um, video conferences, mm -hmm. it saves time, mm -hmm. not driving between four, let's say, small priority meetings, you are not uh, riding 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes backwards, or one, hand, one hour because there are rush hours. 
um, you are saving time. So you can move this time to another client, mm -hmm. your, your, um, your focus. Mm -hmm. mm, uh, so video conferences, sp uh, space, uh, 3D space planning. Um, we are using uh, HTMLs. Um, so our offers, we are no, in different way. If we want to send a proposals to our clients, we use like internal CRM, but they are generating us a link, yeah. in, like interactive link, mm. not PDF. Mm -hmm. And we are send, sending it to the client where he can easily find a map of what he got. Um, contact details, uh, you know, he sees the people, the person who is, um, who is dealing with their transactions or process and he can find and um, detailed information about the, every office that he wanted to see or we are proposing him with possibility of scrolling the pictures in real time. Of course, it's uh, mobile friendly, web friendly, Mac friendly, whatever, uh, iPad, tablets, etc. How about the VR aspect? Because you mentioned about all these I see this online interactivity and so on, allowing the people to have linked um, interaction with you. But what, what about virtual visits and, and also uh, the, the full immersion with VR? I was thinking about this aspect, to be honest, um, like one year ago, uh, no, one and a half, um, City Space had this virtual tour of their office at Beethovena. And uh, I was using it to see how the other phases will look like. Yeah. And I thought then, okay, it's useful tool if you cannot visit the office. Mm -hmm. Then the pandem pandemic time came in, mm -hmm. kicks in. Um, we did, I don't know, two, three virtual tours, two, three, no deals. Okay, that's so surprising. from this office point of view, using VR, um, it can help to get an understanding of an office. But I remind you that leasing 500 square meters is a long-term obligation, mm. is a big security payment, is a big penalty. So question is, if I want to trust virtual reality to lease an office, or I will go there and see by myself, touch it, as in, mm -hmm. say, St. Thomas. <laughs> First he needs to touch and then he knows. Yeah. And th the same goes for other people. They will not uh, make any obligation if they will not be 100% sure yeah. that this is exactly what they will get. So in my personal opinion, VR doesn't work Okay. on this moment. What goes for the new investments, if oh. they are like shell and core and we have a um, hole in the ground, yes, mm. of course, but not for existing projects. If you can see everything, you can touch, you can see the view from the 25th floor, you can see that, check that, um, talk to this one and um, I don't know, to measure that. But what goes to the, for the new investments, yes, I am very optimistic because 
we uh, I had an opportunity to collaborate with uh, one VR company who showed me a new investment product in uh, Wrocław mm -hmm. and it looked really nice the quality of this of this VR uh, VR um, adventure was amazing uh, I would say game amazing mm -hmm. and um, the feeling that you could get while visiting it it was also pretty pretty nice I would have to ask you a last question Tomasz what's the biggest innovation that you have seen in your industry during the, your career what is the biggest breakthrough that you have seen whoa big breakthrough I would say high-tech office buildings mm -hmm. like Warsaw Spire Warsaw Hub they look like not from this world you feel like in cosmos capsule mm -hmm. and the do you know the quality of those offices um the you know how it's how it's connected with every material is connected with each other and uh, it is connected as well with the uh, with the user experience because uh, if you can travel on, on 30 something floor in few seconds this is really amazing mm. because uh, i can still remember the elevators where where at the fifth floor you were driving one minute or more high-tech office buildings mm -hmm. um, comparing to what was built in 2005 or 2010 it's only 10 years and it changed a lot really the, those commercial or even shopping malls um, yeah so commercial real estate in last 10 years changed I would say dramatically and I am really happy that we have those kind of high-end solutions uh, because it shows that Poland and Polish company and Polish developers and Polish architects they are doing amazing job they are like hell of a specialist and I am proud to be a Polish man to be honest great yeah we are kicking the quality of Switzerland <laughs> finally <laughs> I find it like the best uh, conclusion to, to close this uh, podcast. Yes. Tomasz, thank you very much uh, for, for your time. This closed the uh, third episode of uh, our podcast, BIAB Talks. We had explored a lot of different uh, topics today regarding to the uh, commercial and uh, office space in Poland. A lot of diversity, uh, as we can hear, a big impact also of the pandemic on having a big reset uh, of the market and how an office space should look like. Thank you very much uh, for watching. If you have any thoughts about what would be your ideal office or what is the office of the future in your opinion, please share with us your, your thoughts. Until next time, thank you very much. Merci.